Welcome. This is Bruce Hutchin and with my good friend Ace Luciano announcing a brand new podcast during this chaotic time. And the podcast is called Ask the People Podcast. Ace, welcome to the show. Why don't you give some people the, your background and, and why we're doing this? Well, Bruce, uh, my name is Ace Luciano. I am a hunter, fisherman, and outdoorsman. I am a husband a father, an uncle. Uh, I am a free citizen of the United States. And I believe in the rights under our Constitution that our founding fathers in their genius wrote many, many, some 200 some years ago to steer our nation into one that was one based on the rights of the individual rather than the collective one in which government served the people rather than ruled the populace. And I'm here to give my opinions, which everybody knows I'm never short of. Uh, Finally, (laughs) Bruce, I'm that guy. And everyone says, what? I'll never forget years ago, my friend Mike Netkowski said, this is Ace. He's that guy. And someone said, what do you mean? What do you mean that guy? He goes, you know when everybody talks about that guy? They're like, yeah, this is him. (laughs) <laughs> so from that day on, I'm Ace Luciano. I'm that guy. And I'm happy to be here and talk with you about freedom and get feedback from all the people that we can out there in and out of the outdoor and firearms world on what they think are the top issues and the issues with not just our freedoms and the uh, issues facing us today, but overall and everything from politics to life, liberty, and happiness. I'm Bruce Hutchin. A lot of you know me from Whitetail Rendezvous podcast and know my background. Um, like Ace, I'm a I'm a father and I'm grandfather. Um, went to college, got an MBA, worked for 30 years, and now I'm retired. And I love the fish and hunt and and enjoy my freedoms. And we're here to talk about just give a little history lesson because back on March 4th. 1,789, a group of people got together and they wrote something called the Preamble to the Bill of Rights, Congress of the United States, where they agreed to put some amendments to the Constitution. We'll be talking about the Constitution in a little bit. But Amendment 1, freedom of religion, speech, and press. Amendment 2, everybody knows about that, the right to bear arms. Amendment 3, the housing of soldiers. Amendment 4, protection from unreasonable search and seizures. Amendment 5, protection of the rights to life, liberty, and property. Amendment 6, right of the accused persons in criminal cases. 7, rights in civil cases. 8, excessive bail, fines, and punishment forbidden. And 9, other rights kept by the people. Now, this is just preamble to the Bill of Rights. This is just part of our Constitution that our forefathers had the wherewithal to write it down. And Ace is going to tell you about a mime one of its friends sent him um, about our forefathers sitting around and talking. What were they talking about, Ace? Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of funny, a funny meme. I've used it a bunch. It's the founding fathers sitting around with the Constitution. And there's a, you know, a word balloon that says, you realize none of this 
uh, is in effect if there's a virus, right? Which, when you think about it, is the most absurd thing you could think of because our founding fathers did not believe that this country was something that was to be ruled by fiat. They didn't believe that they, they really were not fans of the right of the collective. They were fans of the right of the individual. And, you know, I'm not an attorney. I don't even play one on TV. I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. But I am a responsible citizen. I like to believe that I'm civically educated. I remember all of the things that I learned in civics and history class. And I am a constant student of not only things that help me in my career, like sales and marketing and advertising. And by the way, if you want to reach me about any of those things, visit me at www.aceluciano.com. Fill out an in, you know, inquiry form, and I'll be sure to get back to you. But I, you know, I'm a constant student, and I love these things like the Heritage Foundation has a lot of great information. Um, I really like to, to uh, the Prager University, you know, has a lot of little vignettes, videos, where you can learn a lot about freedom and about our country. And I, I like to think that I'm well-educated in what America is. And I don't have views on what America should be. I don't think it should be something different than the founding fathers had intended. For example, all of this stuff going on right now with the coronavirus. Long before I was in the outdoor industry, Bruce, do you know what I did for a living? I have no idea. <laughs> it's funny. I am grossly overeducated. I'm a physiologist by degree. So when you're li that's living in Wisconsin? Word. When you're living in yeah, Wisconsin? Well, for, well, even long before that. Um I actually, my very first job out of, car, uh, out of college was doing rehabilitation work and stress testing in a cardiovascular office, cardiovascular hospital. So I will tell you that I'm pretty medically astute. After that first job, I realized that wasn't for me. I got into uh, pharmaceutical and medical sales, and I did that for a very long time. And uh, was quite good at it. And it requires a great deal of education. It requires interacting with a lot of very, very high-level, very intelligent people on a molecular, on an anatomical, on a pharmacological level, right? And I had to be able to discuss with them things about not just my products, but all of my competitors' products, and often things that were related in the body. I, my minors in biomechanics, I know a lot about medicine. So what I can tell you is the things that we are doing right now to prevent the spread of coronavirus are all good things. But they're all good things to prevent the spread of viruses, not just the coronavirus, right? You should wash your hands frequently for a long time. You should not touch your face or your eyes after touching what they call communal services, uh, surfaces. You should always uh, cough into a tissue or your elbow, or if you can, your shirt or a handkerchief to prevent the spread of droplets and the spread of disease. All those are good things. If you can't wash your hands often, you should use hand sanitizer, right? 
you should continually wipe surfaces such as doorknobs and handles and keyboards and things where people, those are all good ideas. If you are sick, you should stay home. The biggest problem we have is that people are selfish. People think they have to go in, they have to do whatever they have to do, or they don't want to, quote, burn a day, right? So they will come to work sick and they get everybody else in the office sick. Worse than that, they send their kids to school sick and their kids get other kids sick. That, I mean, that's the worst possible thing you can do is send kids to school and go to work sick. Stay home, right? You should do all of these things. Now, right now, the government is forcing us to do all of those things. That's not okay. That, that's not what our rights allow us to do. Our rights supersede the rules of the government because, believe it or not, our rights are not given by government, right? We have rights solely by the fact that we are human beings. And that's the thing that everybody forgets. When someone says, you don't have the right to get me sick, they are correct. You also don't have the right to force me to stay home. And there are, there's some examples. Do you, do you want me to go through some examples of, of what sure. I mean by that? Sure. So in the contracts clause of the Constitution, uh, the state can't interfere with lawful contracts. Last I checked, if you have a lease, that's a contract, right? If you have an employment agreement, that's a contract. If you're like me and you do a lot of work with, with consulting and such, you have contracts with your customers. Now, you could argue there is something called a force major event. This is actually, by definition, a force major event. A lot of contracts these days don't have those. But a force major event just allows the parties to amicably separate or to not hold a party responsible for something that is well beyond their control, right? The only reason I know that is because I've been party to one of those. And I can tell you that aside from that, the government cannot come in and just wave their magic wand and interfere with your business and, and the contracts that you have. Um, the due process clause of the 14th Amendment, that prohibits the state from interfering with life, liberty, or property without a trial that they have to prove fault, right? So last I checked, all of these people who are being you know, told to stay home, all these restaurants that the government says, nope, you must close. You cannot have people come in. You are not allowed to open for business. Last I checked, the government didn't prove fault on any of those. They didn't say, you know what, you have six people at your restaurant that are ill and you are causing people to get sick. You have to shut down. That's a different story. But they can't just wave the magic wand and say everybody has to close their business. That is completely against the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. The, the Fifth Amendment, the Takings Clause of the Fifth Amendment, that means that if the state does take something from you, they have to compensate you. So I wonder, is this whole stimulus package, are they trying to say, well, that's our compensation? If so, I'll be the first one to tell you it is woefully inadequate. I don't know anybody else out there what your bills are like, but mine are a lot more than 1200 bucks for several months that this is wreaking havoc uh, basically on our lives. Um, all of these things and more 
protect our rights to property, our rights to freely associate, the First Amendment, right? Free association, the right to practice your own religion, okay? Uh, there, were there were governors that were trying to close gun shops and close shooting ranges and, and, and say, no, we can't sell, we don't want any guns or ammunition sold during a time of crisis. I would argue that that's exactly the time where you want guns and ammunition sold. And second of all, by preventing someone from being able to do that, you're interfering with their right to keep and bear arms. This is, I mean, at every step of this process, the government is stomping all over our rights. And what really shocks me is the number of people that just go, oh, oh, well, it's, that's what's good for us, so it's okay. No, it's not okay, right? We not should not okay. be getting people sick. We should not go out there and get people sick. We should be wearing masks. You should wear a mask when you're sick. And you know what? I hope all these barriers they put up in the grocery stores and stuff, those should have always been there. Those should have always been there to protect those people working there. And if you come in to a store and you're sick, someone should be able to go up to you and go, hey, put on a mask, right? They can't force you to do it, but boy, if I'm a store owner and you're in my business and you're sick, I might say, you know what? I'd prefer if you come back when you're well, if you're going to stay here, wear this mask, right? That is just good health procedures. But this is not new. The coronavirus is not new. It's a virus. It's like any other virus. It spreads the same way. We should always do these things for the health and wellness of everybody, not just because of this and not because the government says so. Oh, and by the way, stop buying all the damn toilet paper. Don't be crazy. That's ridiculous. You can't find toilet paper anywhere. Thankfully, we buy it by the case, and we have some, and I was able to find some at another store. I actually traveled uh, for a personal reason last week. I went by a store, and there was a rack full of toilet paper. I bought a package. I threw it in my suitcase on the way back. <laughs> just because, but I shouldn't have to do that, right? No, because you shouldn't. Toilet paper is, while I would argue, valuable and has a bit to do with hygiene. It's the only reason it's in short supply is because you're forcing people to stay home and they can't get toilet paper, right? This is a false, it's a false shortage. And that's what happens when the government sticks its hands in to everything. If nothing else, if we learn one thing out of this entire fiasco, it's that the government doesn't manage anything well. The best we can hope for is an equally crappy performance right across for everybody. And God forbid that's the number one argument why they shouldn't be involved in anything, let alone our lives, our health care, our, our work, you know, anything like that. Leave the government out. Let them tend to affairs of state. And not things like, what doctor I get to go see, right? This is Bruce Hutchin with a special message about my relationship with Burner.com. Burner HD is a non-lethal pistol that's available now on the web at Burner.com. If you go to the web and use my promo code LTD2020, you're going to get a 10% discount on all Burner products. So again, Let's Talk Deer has a discount promo code LTD 2020 for all burner product. Go check them out. They're great. That was long-winded. 
<laughs> no, the, but it is agreed. And the thing, the the biggest thing, I reached out to some people that are very liberal, and I said, "Can we reach any common ground?" And I sent them something where this, you know, just hate, pure hate person said, "I want to blank Trump. Trump needs to blank." And I'm going, "How's that for common ground?" Well, don't send me any more of that. I went, "Okay." And I don't get that because the thing is, as hunters, it doesn't matter who we are, what our social economic status is. When we're sitting around the campfire, it's all common ground. Yeah, we might be from completely different walks of life, have completely different beliefs, but still we're sitting around a campfire and enjoying nature and, and the hunt and the adventure. But there's nowhere in Congress today that there's any common ground. There's a focus on our sitting president, President Trump, that he's the Antichrist, he's he's Darth Vader, he's whatever you want to call, and he's doing the best he can, and there's people who are trying to get rid of this person. And I remember a president not too long ago that did everything that I didn't think was correct, but I didn't try to impeach him. I didn't try to do everything that's happening to the existing president now. So that just, I, I, I don't know where the thinking is, and I don't think Americans are thinking, saying, wait a minute, this is wrong. Forget politically correct. This is flat wrong on everything you said. Take the, the Constitution, step on it, Congress, and say, no. You're wrong people. Well, it's we the people. And that's the thing that really cranks me up is that that has been forgotten in this whole situation. And But it's illuminated exactly where this nation is. It's put bright lights on exactly where this nation is because we are being manipulated. We, you know, we certainly are. And I, I'm glad you brought that up, Bruce, because – you know, I hate to even mention the prior administration because of the disaster that it was. But if nothing else, it taught us the lesson that there are many, many people out there that do not believe in the rights of the individual. They believe in the rights of the collective. And they do everything they can to, to facilitate change in that direction. I mean, that, remember one of Obama's very first speeches was, you know, we want to fundamentally change the United States. Well, I disagree with that. I don't think anybody needs to fundamentally change the United States. I think the United States is the greatest country on earth just the way it is. And since we are the only country with the freedoms that we have, and when people tell me that other countries are just as free and they argue blah, 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 that, you know, uh, I had someone argue the other day that, well, Canada is just as free as the United States is. I said, really? <laughs> oh, um, how many pistols can I buy in Canada? I was like, well, except for that. I'm like, really? So are you saying that you have all the same rights as an American just by living in Canada? Like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, how about if you don't pay for your, your uh, uh, government health care there? Can you, like, opt out of the government health care? Well, no, everybody has to pay that. I'm like, well, I don't have to pay. 
I can opt out. I opt out of it. I, I'm, I, don't, I don't take use of it. Therefore, I don't pay for it. Thank God President Trump allowed us to do that. Right? So I have more freedom than anybody else in the world except another American. Now, does that mean I can infringe on other people's rights? No. Does that mean if I'm sick and I go out with the intent of getting other people ill, that I shouldn't be punished? Absolutely not. The freedom only works until you infringe on the freedom or rights of others. So you walk on and nine, then we get an issue. Exactly. That's exactly right. So as long as that's, we have, we all have the freedom to pursue our own happiness. You know, it's funny. I, I tell people, all you have to do is look as far as some of the oldest religions in the world, right? Look at, Judaism. Judaism is an old religion. And there are different factions of Judaism. They can't agree on everything there, right? The second oldest religion in the world, you could argue whether it's Buddhism or, you know, what Zionism or whatever, but the generally accepted second oldest religion in the world is Christianity. And look at how many different factions of Christianity there are. We can't, we can't agree on all of that, right? But there are people that would say, in the name of religion, they do horrendous things. Look at the radical uh, Islamic terrorists that do horrible things to people. Well, look at the Crusades. Mass atrocities, you know. The Crusades weren't pretty. The Crusades weren't pretty, and there were things done wrong on both sides, right? But we wouldn't have had to go there. If Islam hadn't been slaughtering Christians in Jerusalem, there would have been no crusade. There was a call to the Pope for assistance because they were literally getting massacred solely because they were Christian. Now, all of those things, we fought bloody wars over religion time and again. We we, We can't agree on that. But the one thing that everybody in our country agreed on was the right of the individual. And there is no other country that has those, that right. No other country is, if you are a citizen of England, you are a subject of the crown. You are not a citizen. You're a subject. If you live in a communist country, right, you are ruled by the government. People in China do not have the freedoms we have here. They don't have any rights. Right? They have no rights. They have whatever rights the government says they can have, which is different than what we believe here. Because what do we believe? We believe that our rights are bestowed upon us by our creator and that the Constitution was not to grant us rights, but to prevent the government from infringing upon those God-given rights or creator-given rights, whatever you want to to call it, that was what the Constitution was for. It was to limit the government, not limit the individual. It was to protect us from the government. Correct. That's correct. And let's face it, we need to we need to educate more. We need to get people out more. We need to get more people talking. And Bruce, when you called me and said, would I be interested in this project? My answer was an immediate and resounding yes. I mean, I can't wait for people to, I can't wait to ask the people. I can't wait to ask the people what they think. 
because, as you well know, I have many opinions. I give them freely <laughs> a lot. But I am also really interested in what other people think. I love debate. I love intelligent discussion. And quite frankly, I love when people prove me wrong on something because I, I look at that as a learning opportunity. I've been wrong about a lot of things. I've failed a great deal in my life. And every single one of those times was a great learning experience. And what an opportunity to learn. So I hope everybody goes to ask the people podcast at gmail.com and submit some questions or talking points or discussions or topics because we want to hear from you. We want to hear from everybody out there on what you think is going on in the world, what you think is going on in your community. You know, I, I had a great discussion, and I won't bring up the person's name because I really like this person. I really respect them. And they were a they were their position was their town and their area had closed off and said no visitors can come. And I made a comment to them and said, you know, that's great, except for the fact that it's so blatantly unconstitutional and a trampling of our rights. And this person went on and on about all the reasons why that was important to stop the spread of this virus. And every single point they had was a valid point. It was valid that, yes, that would stop the, the spread of the virus. It was valid that, yes, you know, wearing a mask helps and making masks mandatory helps. It, it's a valid point that, yes, washing your hands and staying away from people and not traveling, we don't have to. Those are all good ideas, and they were all absolutely correct. But they were all also a blatant infringement of our rights as individuals, and that, that this person just couldn't get beyond that. And I kept, kept, I could tell that they were getting a little emotional, which we all do. I do. I get emotional. A lot of people think I'm yelling or I'm angry. I tell them I'm, I'm just Italian. This is my inside voice, right? When I get excited, I get loud. But a lot of people get emotional and they get angry. And I've noticed, it's my opinion and my observation, that anger and hatred is much more on one side of the political spectrum than the other. I feel like, you know, we discussed it a little bit before, like we are a little more open and don't get me wrong, it, it happens on both sides. But I think that while the previous administration was in office, there was not the vitriol and violence and hatred and things thrust upon him, certainly not by the media. And not by individuals, though the occasion did happen, I, I admit that freely, but it's in no comparison to the hatred that is every day from the mouths of everybody on that side of the political spectrum and just about every mainstream media source out there. I think that the, the number is something crazy, like 92% of the coverage of this administration is negative. What a horrible way to live. What a horrible thing to have to listen to. So I hope people will use this as an opportunity to bring intelligent discussion points to light. We'd love to have guests on the show, whoever you are. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom that hasn't been out of the house in three years. I want to know your opinion. I want to know what you think. That's why we named this show Ask the People, because we want to know what the people think, not what, governor, what governments and people in government say we should think or what a doctor somewhere says we should think or what a mayor says we should think or 
you know, the, uh, the governor says we should think. We want to know what the people think. Ask the people. Go to askthepeoplepodcast at gmail.com. Submit your topics and questions. We'll go through them once a week. Hopefully, we'll even have a bunch of you on the show. And we do have a website up. It's called askthepeoplepodcast.com. And where you can go and support Ask the People podcast. Because Ace and I, um, I'm retired, so some could say, well, you don't need the money. And yes, I do, because I travel and I have grandkids <laughs> and I have birthdays and and I have things to do and people to support. And uh, Ace has kids and wife and bills. and uh, But we hope you, you will go to askthepeoplepodcast.com and listen in. Uh, it'll be a while. Uh, this will this will air pretty quickly, and um, like um, as soon as iTunes lets it up, uh, hopefully we don't get um, banned from iTunes. I don't think we will. Um, but this is for the people, and Ace hit it. Um, ask the people. We the people ask the people. We want to hear from you. Good, bad. If you say you guys are full of, okay. Why? Just tell me why. Let's reach common ground. Let's have a conversation. Let's try to put the emotion over here and, and and have a conversation because when we have conversations, there's learning, there's communication on both sides, and we both come along away with, well, I hadn't thought about that because I myself have been wrong lots of times because I do have opinions, and as my Shrink says, Bruce, um, yeah, you have pretty strong opinions about everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's who I am. And I'm, I'm fine in my skin, and I hope you're fine in yours. So, Ace, thank you so much for joining me on Ask the People podcast. And we look forward to you, the people, sending in to askthepeoplepodcast at gmail.com and saying, hey, I want to be on your show. And here's a short bio. And we'll sure listen to that. Or, hey, I got a question for you guys. What about this? And we'll do some research. We're not Rush Limbaugh, and we don't have a research staff. And <laughs> I, I sure heck like to get that big and, and have a research staff that I could have interns, you know, doing all my research. But um, we hope to do this each week. And if it gets really popular, we'll, we'll expand it. So with that, Ace, any final thoughts? You know, I really think that we need to go back to the the concept of liberty that our founding fathers envisioned. And I think we need to remember that this is supposed to be a country that has a government that is of the people, for the people, and by the people. And I think that a lot of our leaders in government have forgotten who they truly serve. There, there's a, a reason they called them public servants, um, not you know public employees. You're supposed to serve, and the, the way they envisioned, the founding fathers envisioned this, was that you served your time in Congress, you served your time in leadership, and then you went back to whatever it is that you did. And that was your, your service. Um, I think we need to look at the people and the broad populace and I really think we need to give more people the opportunity to serve their country in whatever way they can, 
but at least with their voice and their opinion. On behalf of Ask the People podcast, this is Bruce Hutchin, Ace Luciano, saying thank you for listening. Thank you.